Oh no! Uh, hang on. That wasn't self-congratulatory. Don't say that was not self-congratulatory. That was merely pointing out the fact that we asked the questions that people wanted to know. Okay. Okay. We're journalists. There's this, the so piece, this is the story. This is the piece written by Brian Lloyd. Do you just so you can. Yeah, you see it there. Piece by yeah. Entertainment. There we go. Um, we it's, asked. It's kind con- of more the title than anything. That's very self-congratulatory. That's not self-congratulatory. We the title. Yes, we were the one to ask. Paul wrote about the Thanos Ant-Man ass theory. This is true. I like somebody who responded to your tweet about it saying that was beautifully awkward. I would he like summed to, you up. That guy just summed you that's up. That's pretty yeah. succinct, isn't it? That's yeah. pretty succinct. Um, okay, so the story was there was this tweet and I think the la- the person who tweeted was Film Gloss, I think, whatever, in it. There was this tweet. And <laughs> who cares about credit and sources? No, 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 no. I, I, it's I, all I, about you, Brian. I, it was Film Gloss. I think I... Anyways, um, so the story was the 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 theory was the reason why Ant-Man wasn't in Avengers Infinity War was because Ant-Man could uh, crawl up into Thanos's ass and then expand to nice, full size. Nice size. you to do that. Just to, nice uh, you to do it. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah I mean, I didn't do the full like you know. Okay. Um, with the Infinity could, you, could you just describe what you're doing there for the podcast listeners? <laughs> so I have my no, Brian, I, have don't. Little, I have a little ring here and I've got my fist and then it's Brian. Anyway. So um the story was anyway was that the reason why uh, Ant-Man wasn't in Infinity War was because Ant-Man could possibly go up into Thanos and expand to full size and kill him. Um the tweet went viral. The tweet had like something like 60,000 retweets or something like that. It was crazy. And I thought, okay, if this interview goes off the rails and it did it was I, always going to go off It was always going to go off the rails. It was just destined for, like, I mean, the points were pulled. It was going to go flying off. Um, I had the thing ready to go just in case it did go off the rails, and it did. So I thought, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask this question, because I think Paul Rudd, the comedian, would appreciate this question, because it's funny. And I asked him the question, and I tell you, that man, poker face. Poker face because I, I saw he was him almost laugh. I could see yeah. he read it and I could see him break a little bit and then he was like, "Yeah, you know, it's it's an interesting question." And we discussed the possibilities of that. And then he quite rightly pointed out. He said, "I think this is a question for Josh Brolin." So Disney, if you're watching this, I would love to do the Avengers Endgame uh, junket, and I will put this question to Josh Brolin. The video, the Ant Man uh, Paul Rudd video, currently has five hundred and five thousand views. As of, but who's counting? But who's counting? Yeah, you know, are you doing that thing where you counting? just refresh all the time? Who's counting? Who's just I'm sitting at the popular? Who's I'm sitting at the? Like what do you call Mark Zuckerberg at yeah. the social network? I mean, who's, <laughs> really who's sitting at their desk just hitting refresh? Who's yeah. hitting F5 on YouTube? Not this guy, let me tell you. Yeah. So, so there you go. Well, I'm just delighted that half a million people have got to see their awkward hug that producer Dave didn't think was awkward. I yeah, I thought it was because. I suppose maybe I don't know Brian as long as he, but I remember people getting in a bit of a tizzy in the office talking about it. And then I watched it after a while and I was like, this is Grant. 
It's it was it, it was awkward. It was awkward. And you generally of, don't hug. You generally don't touch the. Tunnel. I generally don't like hugging in general. Um, much less it is almost unheard of. In fact, it is unheard of. It's literally unheard of uh, to hug the talent when you're doing. Uh, or person talent. Oh yeah, yeah. I what? understand that. Yeah. I mean, it's it's a it's a it's a handshake. It's professional, but you don't like. He doesn't pull you in for a bear hug. And I was terrified because I was literally like, "Oh God, Paul Rudd is coming right at me." That's exactly what your face yeah, said. By the way, the panic was there. Like the panic was there. You should have held on for a few seconds longer. I mean, that. I mean, I you know, make him regret that hug. Make yeah. him regret it. Yeah, sure. Like sniff his hair while I'm at it. Just just like lean in a little yeah. bit. Yeah, I'd say he smells nice. He did smell he lovely. I do remember yeah. that. He did smell lovely. Uh, another person who smells lovely, and I don't know how I know this. Sam Neill. This is the creepiest opening to a show that we've ever done. I just wanted to point out the fact that you were self-congratulatory and you wrote yourself a piece on the site saying you're great and you've got loads of views. Well done, Brian. Uh, can't wait to see your interview with Colin Farrell. Oh, yeah. We're going to show that in a few minutes. We talked about smoking. And then, oh, like, then, and then like Disney were like... <laughs> yeah, it's Dumbo. Like, <laughs> it's a kid. <laughs> talked about smoking. Yeah. Okay, before we move on to review for Dumbo, and we'll, we'll show your interview before that, um, the Bond movie started filming. Uh, apparently, the 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 ice they shot they've started filming in Norway. It's a big sequence, and the uh, it's on some ice lake, uh-huh. and it was going to melt, so they had to get in there early and film. I wasn't expecting that to start so soon, although it's coming out in a year. Yeah, I don't know. Like I'd say, a lot of it is down to the fact that it's like there's been so there's been so many stories about this film, about the title, mm. about who was going to direct it. Obviously, Danny Boyle isn't doing it anymore, and now it's Carrie Joji Fukunaga. I mean, even the whole thing of, like, Daniel Craig, is he actually going to come back or not? Like, I tell you, I honestly, until I actually see a, a, a trailer and some kind of official story about it, mm. I'm just ignoring Bond 25 because yeah. there's just so much crap and news around it. It's annoying as well because they're trying to do this whole big secrecy thing. Like, first of all, it was all about Game of Thrones secrecy and now the Avengers and now Bond. And it's just like, guys, like, it's it's too much. You know, if there's no information whatsoever, then there's no interest. That's exactly how I feel about well, people, it. People, isn't it all in the forums and stuff that where people debate it and think what it's going to be and what it could be? Like Brian's uh, crass theory that he had with Paul Rudd. You know, so people debate it, right? That's the thing. Yeah, Bond's I mean, I'm like, when it's, it's going to be Bond shooting up a bunch of people, and then there'll probably be a born ultimatum like ending where we think Daniel Craig is Bond is dead, but then it turns out he's actually alive. But it's fine because the new younger James Bond is coming in to step in to replace him anyway. I feel like D. Two has tickets, a, please. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right here. I feel like D has a lot of, I feel like you have a lot of anger. No, I don't have anger. Or, or, I'm or just kind of bored. I just yeah. wish they'd get on with it. I like the Bond movies. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. I do enjoy them. I thought Spectre was eh, but yeah. I mean, Skyfall was great. And um, Casino Royale, Casino Royale, Royale, Royale is, is probably my favorite. It's actually, still a good one, isn't it? Because it's like, yeah, exactly. great one, meh. Yeah. Great one, meh. So exactly, like, yeah. yeah. So hopefully it will be good. But like Brian, I just, I'm not going to be following all the, oh, you mm. know, we got to you know, teeny tiny shot on set. Let's get all psyched up about that. Like, there's no point until yeah. they give us... You're jaded trailer. already, Dee. You've only been doing this yeah. a few years. <laughs> I it's like great that to we, see. We wore her you're down. Even, you're not we even near wore... to and you're like, I'm so over this. <laughs> we wore her down. I'm um, speak, Speaking of which, Dee, um, we kind of mentioned that on the live Periscope there with the Reply Guy stuff, but there was some... Uh, you reviewed you reviewed The Dirt oh, for Netflix. I want to talk about some Netflix movies. Welcome, welcome, Because I had seen this. I messaged Brian. I, had, I just saw some of the comments. Mm. And I messaged Brian. I hadn't, seen, I hadn't watched it yet, and I messaged Brian. And I was like, "What's the story with the Dirt review? Is it supposed to be good?" And you were like, "No, it's it's not it's getting terrible. good reviews. It's terrible." Um, and then I watched it, and you were right. <laughs> <laughs> it's not good. 
So it's a really bad what was the movie. story there? It was just all these uh, the fans of the bands that were just. I assume so. I mean, to be honest, I just stopped kind of reading the comments on about because oh, I I, sh- I shared it on I think it was Friday evening and then. Saturday morning and then I was reading some of the comments and being like god why are people so obsessed with this movie like it's so like crap and ridiculous and like I get it it's like you know fulfillment of little boys fantasies you know they get to be rock stars and screw all the girls and snort all the blow that's what the they did jazz. wasn't it really yeah, yeah I mean it's yeah. and it's grand on that basis I mean if you just want like a mind-numbing movie that's just that it's fine but I did like point out that there were other issues with it like for example I thought it was totally miscast yeah I didn't think there were enough actual like performances like, Douglas isn't... Boot is the person I interviewed that I forgot I interviewed sorry <laughs> yeah, go on that's it go. speaking yeah. of which thanks for that Dee sorry I th- and yeah. I thought he was rubbish in it I just thought that he didn't seem like a rock star at all I thought he's he not a good so it's based on the story art. of Motley Crue the yeah. it's based on uh, was yeah. it Vince yeah. Neil wrote the book or yeah. I, Nikki Six. It yeah. was, uh, yeah, but it was also, and somebody was like, doesn't even know this, you know, strike. It was a collaborative autobiography yeah. between him and the band. Yeah. So they couldn't even get their facts right. But there, anyway. I, I, there was one comment. Losers. I, but no, but there was one comment I saw and I was like, Jesus, that is just ridiculous. And I was like, did this reviewer even read the book? No, you don't. <laughs> it, like, clearly not. And like, do you need to read the book in order to review? Like, no, you don't. Like, you have to take the film in the context that it's meant like yeah. as in nobody like ex- how many people have read the original fairy tales before seeing like the Disney version yeah of the movie exactly yeah. you tell them guys like, like it's when you went all in there and hammered the band as well which I thought was a bit harsh yeah listen right and I'm gonna say this again okay Motley Crue have one good song it's see, called I, Kickstart My Heart and that's it see my favourite's actually Girls 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 I like but I like home. both because well, Motley Lou and Hot Tub Time Machine. <laughs> Here's the Hot Tub Time Machine. The I end of not, it. but I know that you love it so much. Oh, I do have to it. check it out. At it's some point. just purely yeah. for that. Yeah. But it is a good song as They've well. They've got one so good song. Where do we think Netflix are at now with their uh, own brand movies, mm, the yeah. Yellow Pack movies? It's a it's a really strange one, and actually this ties into this week's movie release, which is The Highwaymen. In that they're kind of I don't know. See, I think that Netflix should be sticking with. Honestly, maybe it should be the dirt. Maybe that's the kind of movies that people want to watch because I was surprised at how many people had actually watched the movie and yeah. then went on to critique my criticism. <laughs> um, but obviously, a, just shouting that well, like, maybe that's what people are looking for on Netflix. It is just kind of rubbishy, mind numbing type of films. Yeah. Because I mean, one of my favorite Netflix movies, honestly, has been Isn't It Romantic? And I don't necessarily think it's a great film. But it's an hour really and a isn't. half, and like it's cheesy. <laughs> and I look, I find it funny. I like know? the end of it. I thought it was very the, the, funny, the and I like the musical dance. sequences yeah. and all of that stuff. And it did, and it was like feel good, and it was tongue in cheek. And I thought that that was kind of just right, you know. Now this week they have the Highwaymen, yeah, the Highwaymen coming out, which is Kevin Costner and Woody Harrelson. It's supposed to be. I've kind of seen it as like an anti-Maleficent. So you know how Maleficent kind of twisted the Sleeping Beauty story and told it from yeah. the antagonist perspective. Well, this is like twisting the Bonnie and Clyde story and telling it from the police um, investigators' perspective. Kevin's Co- Kevin Costner, Woody yeah. Harrelson. Yeah. So these guys were basically former um, Texas Rangers who are essentially being hired as kind of guns for hire to take out. Bonnie and Clyde like it's not kind of quite on the books and it's not really the policeman taking in they're just being told to take them out because Bonnie and Clyde have kind of committed so many crimes and really killed so many people at this point but the problem is they're being protected by the public essentially because they're being completely idolized and yeah. these like kind of glamour celebrities and everything so there are a lot of kind of 
you know, things going on at play here. And it's the director who did The Blind Side, and he did a couple of others like Saving Mr. Banks. Um, so there is Charlie that Hancock, kind of yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's kind of I wouldn't say it's quite going for prestige, but with those kind of names Broad. attached to it, yeah, Broad. yeah, yeah, exactly. Because there's there's um, not many actors I would like to watch on screen more. Really, genuinely, not many. Woody Harrelson and Kevin Costner. Yeah. yeah. Like, I'd watch those two guys make yeah. tea for an hour and a half. And I think That'd a lot of people feel that way, you know? Yeah. Like, I, I quite like The High Women. I thought it was maybe a bit too long. It comes in at about two hours. But there are some great individual scenes in it. Like, Woody Harrelson has a couple. There's one where he tells the story at a poker table. There's another one where... These guys try to take him out in a men's bathroom. I won't give any more details besides that. And then Kevin Costner has, his character has a great um, talk with Clyde's um, father just about how he kind of got into the business and everything. So they have some great scenes and their chemistry together is perfect. And Not they have shot. a great rapport Not and shot. back and forth. I mean, they're, they're two guys yeah. basically doing what they do great. But pacing wise for me, it kind of lost it a bit somewhere in the middle. And it did kind of get me thinking like, I could have watched this in a, in a cinema and probably had the same experience watching yeah. it. You know? mm. so it's I not overtly cinematic in terms of how it's shot yeah. or no. how it's staged. Yeah, so I'm wondering like how, or it's not really exactly made for a TV format either. It's just kind of shot as a straight movie. So yeah, it is kind of getting me thinking like what are, what are Netflix at? But like you said, maybe it was more down to the charismatic actors. Yeah, that mm. well like they're, they are 100% going to, like if you think of you know, everybody has Netflix now, obviously, right? But mm. if you think, like, my mom watches Netflix constantly. She sees a movie with Kevin Costner and Woody Harrelson. She's, gotta, she's watching that shit. Yeah. You know, she's turning it on quickly. Yeah. Um, Apple also launched the, the whole... Yeah, the whole thing. Yeah, they brought out Steven Spielberg as yeah. well, which is gas. The hypocrite. Hypocrite. They should have brought him out to the Jaws music. That would have been cool. So they've got a bunch of stuff. They've got, they bought something at Sundance this year as well. Didn't they buy something from Cartoon Saloon? Uh, Apple. Then they wanted the cartoon to win. Yeah, I want to say they did. But I know the thing that Steven Spielberg did. You need to spend more time thinking about films and less time thinking about weird orifices and uh, this is true. comic book movies. This is true. Um, no, but yeah, I mean, the thing that Steven Spielberg announced was this thing called Amazing Stories, which was actually a TV series he did in the 80s. Um, I think I remember reading yeah, about that. Yeah. yeah, it was basically like his version of um, The Twilight Zone anthology thing where it was like an hour-long episode and it was one contained story in it um, and amazing stories was not a failure but it didn't catch on the yeah. way that you would think somebody somebody like steven spielberg could do and he's um, had a book bearer against television ever since yeah and he's well like i mean no but i mean he was going like he, he was you know leading the charge against netflix being in the uh, oscars yeah. being in the oscars and everything and now here he is taking apple's money like and doing amazing stories, which I think is a little bit disingenuous. Like, I mean, I think, and it, it, I think that's been borne out in the reaction as well. The fact that, like, you know, people are like, you were maybe they told him they're like going to be in cinemas. He has a Samsung phone. Maybe, yeah, who knows? But like, I just, yeah, I, I don't know. Apple Plus, yeah, I don't know. It's, I guess we'll see. So we'll that's see. the future in all of anyways, Brian, isn't it? Yeah, but like, I mean, between Disney, like, you have Disney Plus, now you have Apple. Now you have Apple Plus, and now you have Netflix, and then Hulu apparently is going to be launching in Ireland. So they're all going to have all their own. Amazon. They're all going to have all their own productions on there exactly. as well. So Disney are going to take away any of the Disney and Fox movies now and put them on their platform. Yeah. And mm. so it'll be interesting to see where this goes. Okay, uh, we're going to talk about Dumbo now, but before we do, Brian Lloyd, yeah, uh, you had a conversation with Colin Farrell. I did. 
I did, yeah, he was really nice. We talked uh, for a bit about working with Tim Burton. We talked about, you know, working with animals and kids. And Have you worked it, with Tim Burton? No, how oh. he did. Oh, okay. He did. I interviewed I thought, Tim Burton. I thought you were just... <laughs> No. Okay. Did I say Ms. that Peregrine's one? Home, right? Yeah, that yeah, that one. Yeah, I yeah. uh, talked about uh, Tim Burton and we talked about... Um, oh, I did actually ask him, what would it take for him to do a Marvel Cinematic Universe film? Because, you know... Money. Well, <laughs> a script, he said. A script, because he is an artist. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. Not yeah. try Alan Carr or something, no? Just, I used to smoke like 30 a day, like... So did you? And you give up? Did Alan Carr. Did yoga. Quit. Really? Love yeah. the yoga. Um, Alan Carr... I got a I got a two a two CD gift from my sister, and I listened to the first CD, and I felt he might have been onto something, so I didn't put in the second CD. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. You stop though. That's kind of it. You, you, yeah. You, you no, get I know. It's it. terrible. When did you give up? When did I give up? Yeah. Oh, I gave up uh, three years ago. Oh, and I played this watch out. Oh, you did. Yeah. With the money you would have spent money, on yeah, the bags. It's it. mad, isn't it? Good um, man. Okay. Totally have to talk, can't talk about this. Come on. Yeah, yeah, family movie. Yeah. Uh, Dee, you also had a bit of a chat with Colin Farrell, didn't you, the red carpet? Oh, yeah, very brief, but yeah. yeah on the like, how are you, Colin? How are you, Nolan, anyways? How are you doing? Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was grand. Uh, just we chatted about um, the movie, really. Um, I hadn't seen the movie yet, so I told you went him in, just you were going before in to see it. Yeah. going into the premiere. Yeah, and it was it was quite big. Like on, um, So it was at the lighthouse, and they had it all like decked up like circus style and everybody got popcorn going in and there were like there was face painting and like different like cardboard cutouts and stuff and it was all very like romantic and colorful and balloons yeah yeah and a lot of children so it was in and so I always find it interesting and I always think it's a good sign of a movie like for me to kind of recommend it on to other families because I mean Dumbo is a family movie and everything um, to say, so that's know, a film show getting a follower. <laughs> Yay! Yay! <laughs> thank, thank you, follower person. I mean, who's this? Um, Sorry, do you want? But yeah, the kids were definitely starting to get a bit restless towards the third act, and I right. think you know what I mean. You know when it kind of lulls before the big, mm, the big the escape. Big, yeah. Um, so this so, is Tim Burton. Yeah. Aaron Kruger wrote the script. Um, mm -hmm. He wrote a bunch of reindeer games and stuff. Um, in the what's it called? Something else here. Ben Affleck won. He wrote Scream Three. He's one of these, and he wrote one of the last Transformers movies. He's mm. one of these guys who's never oh, become like the blockbuster. Yeah, go he's like to the, guy, the, the King Goldsman of like, yeah, yeah. Right. So, uh, is it any good, Brian? In your opinion, it's okay. Like it, it, it's it's very, very Tim Burton. It's very Tim Michael Burton. Michael Keaton. Don't Danny think DeVito. it's as, as like Tim Burton, like as in bad Tim Burton. I don't think that. No, I'll tell you why I don't think it's Tim Burton. I don't think it's like the rubbishy recent Tim Burton yes. movies. That's because Johnny Depp's not. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't think it's like... That's the, a sign. I don't think it's like the classic good 90s Tim Burton Yeah. Theater. Big Fish is a really good movie. Big Fish is yeah, great. That was probably yeah. his last great movie. Yeah. That was like 2000, somewhere 2000, 2003, somewhere yeah. between those years. I think so, yeah. yeah. Um, what I liked about Dumbo was, was that I think it was a lot more uh, subversive, I think, than people kind of let on. At least I thought so anyway. Because, subversive? Really? Yeah, and I'll tell you why, right? Because <laughs> it's basically about this small, uh, authentic circus that's bought up by a giant conglomerate. Uh, that's owned by Michael Keaton. And then when they're brought into the big giant conglomerate, then their personality is completely wiped away. And all the workers from the smaller uh, circus are all made redundant. 
and then decide to steal Dumbo and escape. Like so, like it was. I told him I was watching it. Oh my it, god, it's so meta! It was the whole thing is right. Uh, sorry to yeah, kind of yeah. you, but the whole thing is that the big kind of circus conglomerate is called Dreamland. Yeah. And when you're watching it, it's so obviously a parody of Disneyland. Yeah. 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 So that's so. I didn't think of it that way. I, but I, yeah. I, that was did Disney. Like, think of it that way. I, 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 the whole time I was watching it. By the way, they're like imagine I, watching like Bob Iger. Like, wait a minute. By the way, <laughs> I do film studies, and that's totally the way this movie is going to yeah. be read. Like, it was so referential of the time. It times. really was. It yeah. really was because, so. like, like when I went in to see it, I think it was, I think it was the day of or the day after the Disney Fox merger went through. And I was watching it, it was like, wow, this is really like, man, Tim Burton is giving them two fingers here. Like, well done. Although like, you might just be giving it a lot more credit than perhaps. it deserves. I mean, it's a fairly conventional story. I know it the is. Whole, oh, God. Tim Burton's company, like, yeah, that's what I meant. <laughs> big company buys small company yeah. and small company loses its personality as a result. Sure, but like at the same time, like, would you expect Disney, who are now like the biggest film studio in the world, to make a film that's basically saying big giant corporations are I evil. actually think that they probably went with this storyline because they thought it was the safest, most conventional oh, completely. thing. And they had no idea that it was kind of... <laughs> About them. <laughs> like, so you're like, you're kind of like, it's grand. It, no, it is good. No, yeah, definitely. Like, I mean, it, that part of it, I was like, wow, that is that is ballsy. Well done. Um, but, I mean, I was saying this to Charlotte before we, before we started. I now struggle to remember certain parts of it like it's not a terribly memorable film like none of the performances really jump out like Ava Green is in it and she's basically she's awesome she's awesome but she's basically playing the role she's that completely she's underused yeah, yeah completely well. underused Michael Keaton is good in it in the sense that he's you know playing an a-hole quite well and he can do that really well like you look at Spider-Man Homecoming mm. and he was fantastic in that Colin Farrell as well He's essentially the lead. He's, yeah, he's yeah. essentially the lead. And, but he, like, Colin Farrell, I think, is one of these actors that he's really able to portray vulnerability really well. Like he is literally... He's got that hairy masculinity. <clears throat> and then that vulnerability. That's why he was a movie star. Yeah, apparently. this is it. Yeah. But like, he, like the fact that he's literally a one-armed man like kind of thing. Like he is physically wounded and that kind of thing. Wow, that's not a spoiler. That's in no, the trailers. No, I was thinking you did the literally thing again. But is, he, is literally a, he is literally a one-armed man. How are your ears there, David? You all right? Yeah, they're fine. Grant, you, um, you go up about 15 octaves when you're I upset. did, because he is literally a one-armed man. Sorry, I spat there. He's literally a one-armed man. <laughs> literally. Yeah, but is one-armed man a figure of speech usually? No! Yeah, so you can't use it in that context. We're going to get okay, into we this. Okay, we can discuss this, I think, off air. Sure, sure. Yeah. Um, but anyways, yeah, no, it, it, it was fine. It was fine. Like, it's, it's, it's a totally grand film. Kids will love it, I guess. I mean, it's very well done. The Dumbo, the, the elephant is very sweet. Um, the message of it is positive, Sorry. so it's yeah, right. I haven't had lunch yet. <laughs> yes, yeah. Um, so yeah, it's it's grand. Like there was no at no point in it was I thinking this is terrible. At no point in it was thinking this is amazing. It was fine. It's a typical it. Disney, uh, you know, live yeah. action version yeah. of so exactly. basically like you know, Jungle yeah. Book, like um, yeah. Workman like almost. Yeah, uh, Dave. I was chatting to a friend of mine there um, last week, and he really enjoys Dave's corner, Dave's movie review corner. I'm very pleased to hear that. My friend Paul. So uh, what, what, Hello, did you, what have you watched in the last seven days? Yeah. I enjoy um, these as well. The last seven days, I watched uh, High Flying Bird. Oh, finally. Yeah. finally. After all your recommendations. And? Um, it was good. I think I think the fact the whole shot on iPhones thing, it probably led to creative shots, but it wasn't the prettiest film in the world no. but it was a decent story and it was good to hear from players like 
Carl Anthony Tones and the lads who were interviewed to camera, like their first round draft picks over the last five, six years. So it's good to get their Because were, you reviewed it, right? Yeah. From the we were saying when we watched it, a lot of that would have went over our heads. Yeah. And we were trying to get you to watch because you know the NBA stuff. Like they, they would be pretty big cheeses in the NBA world. Like, but it's Big kahunas. Absolutely. So to speak. Uh, no, it was good. What else did I watch? The Miami Showband Massacre. Yeah. Yeah. It was very interesting. Thought I kind of tailed off towards the end. It's a dark, it's, yeah, do you have to be in a, like, a certain kind of mood to watch that? It seems it's obviously quite dark. Well, yeah, like, I mean, you wouldn't want to be like, let's watch that before we go for points. <laughs> but, uh, we're going to watch Madeline McCann documentary first. Yeah. And then we're yeah. going to watch the show, Miami Showband Massacre. Yeah. Actually, here, yeah. I have a recommendation for you, right? And it's on Netflix as well. Moneyball. If you haven't seen it already. Moneyball, the Brad Pitt. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I watched that. Oh, you've yeah. seen it? Okay, yeah. yeah. Well, it's on Netflix. I watched it. Watch yeah. You are, Brian Lloyd. Okay, we're going to have an Avengers special, I think, in the next couple of weeks. So we need to watch the Avengers movies again to be... Um, you are going to love that. I like the two... Well, I like the, I like the first Avengers movie. I thought the second Avengers movie was just too much. Have you seen I them, I actually quite like Oh, yeah. I love Marvel movies. So we're going to... We're all, we've all agreed we're all going to rewatch the Avengers movie before the special. There we go. Okay, that's it for the show this week. Thanks to Charlotte. Thanks, producer Dave. Thank you. Thanks, D. Not you, Brian. See you next week. Entertainment.ie I love the way you say film.